It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Praise the Lord and welcome once again to Teshuva here within Divine Ministries. I just want to thank the Lord for bringing us here one more night. Amen. Glory be to God. I tell you, God has just been in the blessing, the blessing business. Amen. Glory be to God. I tell you, I'm just in love with the Lord today. And I'm more and more in love with him every time I look around. He's answering prayers. So if you've got unspoken prayers that are out there today and you really need them to be met, uh, give me a write-up at inthevine.co at gmail.com. Write me, Apostle Alina McQueen. I'd be happy to pray for you. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, hallelujah. And we also have a counselor that's on the line, a spiritual counselor, Dr. Prophetess Decorah Slaughter. Amen. Glory be to God. Could you tell them about your counseling business, please? Praise the Lord. Yes, uh, this is Dr. Decorah Slaughter. Uh, This is a Christian counselor. I have been through the battle and back. I will help you if you have any marital issues. Um, any children issue, abuse issues, rape, molestation, incest, uh, depression, rejection, anything that uh, is holding you back in any areas of your life, I am available and equipped uh, biblically, spiritually, and naturally uh, to assist you in becoming a better you, uh, the you that God ordained you to be. God bless. Amen. So I'm telling you, if you're fighting in this area and you're listening to these recordings, I am telling you today, please check in. Go go over to Facebook and look up Prophetess Decorah Slaughter. And I'm telling you, connect with her. Inbox her. Let her know you need her help. Amen. And how much are those services again, Prophetess, Dr.? Those who have insurance, well, of course, I would have to run your insurance, but uh, if you don't have insurance, I do work on the sliding scale. Uh, $25 is the lowest fee. All right. Amen. And you can be $25. Amen. Glory be to God. So if if you're in need of assistance or help today, and you're really tired of being in the state of mind that you're in, check in with Dr. Slaughter. She can assist you and help you. She will carry with you, pray with you, and counsel you 
in the godly way. Amen. Glory be to God. It ain't just that she's going to say, uh-huh, shake her head and write a few notes, but she will give you the assistance you need. Amen. Glory be to God to get breakthrough in your life. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Uh, once again, uh, my name is Apostle Orlena McQueen, amen, of In Divine Ministries. Uh, we're getting ready to start. Teshuva, amen, glory be to God. Are there any testimonies tonight? Glory be to God. I want to get those testimonies out there as well, too. Amen, glory be to God. Are there any testimonies? Amen. Well, praise God. Well, we're going to thank the Lord, and we, let's move on. So we're in LU 23. Today is Monday, September 26, day 24. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're repenting for failing to glorify our Father's name. Isn't that deep? We're repenting for failing to glorify the name of our Father that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 28 and 58. Amen. Glory be to God. Prophetess, may I get you to open us up in prayer once again, and thank you so much if you're available. Father God, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, for this morning that we got up. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for protecting us while we laid down last night. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for just who you are, God. We don't, we don't even have the mind, the capability, or the tongues, Lord, to just worship you and thank you for all that you do. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the, the ability to smell. We thank you for our taste buds, Lord. We yes, Lord. Thank you for the, the sense of touch, God. We thank you, Lord, for our joints. Even though some of them are stiff and they may ache, but, God, we can still feel in the name of Jesus. Father, name we Jesus. for our children. We thank you, Lord, for the jobs, even some of the jobs we may not like, but, God, you allow us to make an income. So, Lord, we thank you for the income that comes in. We know you are our source. We know that yes. it's not God, but it's you. We thank you, Lord, for a heart to serve you, a mind to serve you. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done, Lord. We thank you for just allowing us to be able to have water, God. I'm a shit, water in the name of Jesus. Well, you gave us instructions. You you wanted us to bless anything that we take in our mouth that it would not harm us or kill us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, because you knew that things would come. You knew that people would try to contaminate the water and the food and you know you knew evil men would arise God and I just thank you Lord for the faith and belief Lord that you have your people that you will you will continue to cover us and guide us in the way that we should go Lord I thank you for any children that's connected to this line and anybody listening Lord I thank you Lord and I, I thank you for their minds being stayed on you I thank you Lord that their minds are they have a mind to worship you Lord I thank you that we're not looking at what it what it is but we see what it shall be in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank yes, you for giving up on us, Lord, when we was in the world. when we Even when we came into you, God, we still had the world's residue on us, and we still were selling out stuff we hadn't sold out. My God, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for not turning your back on us. I thank you for your grace and mercy that it, it extends longer than we could ever outlive, God. I thank you, Lord, for your love, your unconditional love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for that prayer. Amen. Glory be to God. We're going to go through our scriptures for our personal and family. Amen. Glory be to God. And uh, the first scripture is Psalms 138 and 2, and it states, I will worship towards thy holy tabernacle temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified the word above all names. Amen. And Malachi 2 and 2 states, if you will not hear and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I will have cursed them already because you do not lay it to your heart. You know, this is a warning for those that are out there that don't even know how to truly lift up the name of the Lord. Amen. And we got to remember to give God reverence, especially when God does something that is so miraculous. We got to go back and say, if it had not been for God, okay, I'm going to get a little preachy here, but I, I need to say this because too many times we get blessed. And we forget to bless the one who truly blessed us. Amen. Glory be to God. We 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 get our blessings, and even through our trials and tribulations, when we finally make it through, we're we're complaining still. We're still fussing. We're still arguing. But instead of turning around and saying, "Glory to God, I made it. I made it out. I made it through." Amen. Glory be to God. We don't give him true reverence. Amen. I can understand you was in a car accident and the car got dented up, but you walked away. Amen. And you're fussing and cussing, cussing. I mean cussing, using the Lord's name in vain. But you got to remember, you walked away. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. You might have lost your home, but you didn't lose your life. These things, these monetary things, they're temporal. Amen. Glory be to God. They're very temporal. So we got to remember to give him glory in all things. Amen. Listen, Matthew 6 and 9 states, After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed, be thy name. His name is to be reverenced at all times. Amen. Uh, the psalm says, I shall bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're waiting upon the Spirit. We're going to have the Spirit take hold this evening. We're going to let him have his way. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm just going to thank him. Hallelujah. For him being God and his spirit to reign. Amen. Hallelujah. We're in a manner of worship. Do anybody have a song they want to sing or play? Amen. I do. Oh, praise God. Go ahead, daughter.
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want to thank the Lord for that song. Who is that by? Aisha, spelled A-Y-I-E-S-H-A, and Toby Mack. All right. Praise Uh, God. What is it called again? Big Enough. Oh, Big Enough. All right. Well, that was a blessing song. Amen. Hallelujah. Aisha and Toby Mack. I know Toby Mack, but I never think I heard of Aisha before. Amen. Glory be to God. It's so nice to hear new music. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Right now, we're doing our confession and repentance in the courts of heaven. 
Our Father, Yahweh, Elohim, our righteous judge, we humbly enter into your court in the name of Yeshua Jesus and by his blood to confess and repent for myself and my family for the sin of failing to glorify our Father's name. I renounce all evil influences associated with this sin. Please remove all accusations and curses brought against myself and my family for the sin I am confessing. Amen. Glory be to God. It is not enough just to say thank you, but we do got to bring glory to his holy name. Amen. Glory be to God. And I'm thanking God for tonight, for this time to repent for that. Amen. Because it's not all the time we do bring him glory. Amen. And I want to thank God for the times that I have failed. Amen. When I came out of surgery or, or when I've made it back home safely where a car could have taken us out or glory be to God or when because I woke up in the morning failing to give him glory because he woke me up failing to give him glory because I made it through my day of work with no trouble or no harm. Amen. Glory be to God. People are getting shot and stabbed and killed every day. Amen. Glory be to God. There's there's manic people walking into bars and into stores and they're walking into people's businesses and shooting and stabbing them. But just for no reason at all, just because they want to do it. Amen. Glory be to God. So we got to give God glory when we make it out of our jobs without somebody losing their mind and, and shooting up the place. Amen. We don't know the very person you're sitting next to maybe plotting and planning to kill everybody. Amen. Glory be to God. So we got to thank God that when we get to our jobs and, and be there nice and safe and get home safely, glory be to God, just say, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Maybe the person you're driving down the highway with, we don't know what state of mind that person is in. Amen. Glory be to God. They may be trying to cut somebody off because they're just ready to end it all. And they want to take people with them. This is the mindset that we're dealing with today. So we're going to give God glory. Hallelujah for when we make it in. Amen. And enough just to give him glory because we got a check. Amen to give him glory because we got a little extra change. Amen. I understand that the Bible says money answers all things. Amen. Glory be to God. But we got to learn to give him true glory. Amen. Amen. I see my sister-in-law is on the line. Thank you for being here. Amen. To the Ecclesia Church, amen. Glory be to God local assemblies and leadership. Pray the pastors and leaders will have a fresh awakening to the fear of Yahweh's glorious and awesome name. Amen. Deuteronomy 28 and 58. Amen. Glory be to God. If thou wilt not observe to do the words of the law that is written in this book, that thou may Fear the glorious and fearful name of the Lord thy God. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of true wisdom. Amen. That fear of the Lord is what we all need. It will keep us 
out of harm's way. Amen. Glory be to God. I know I'm a little preachy tonight. Y'all just going to have to deal with me for a second. Amen. I, 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 I know my daughter... My spiritual daughter said, uh, Ma, she said, I know you a mess. I, I, I can agree with her. Amen. <laughs> I, I could be I could be just toe up from the flow up. Amen. Glory be to God. But amen, she deals with me. Amen. She knows that I could get out of character, but I know how to come back and repent and say I'm sorry. Amen. Glory be to God. You got some people that think they're so high and mighty, they don't know how to come back down and deal with folks. Come on. Come amen. On. Amen. You know what they say. You're so you're so heavenly minded. You know earthly good. Come on Amen. now. I just said that today. Come on. <laughs> Amen. It just got to be a point where we got to understand. We need to line up with the word of God. Amen. Glory be to God. I, I said I'm a little preachy tonight, but that's all right. Amen. Glory be to God. We're gonna learn this tonight. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to God. Uh, confession, repentance, and intercession. As a member of the body of the Messiah, we humbly repent for failing to exalt and bring glory to our Father's name and the Word. Amen. Glory be to God. Ain't that something? We go back and we fail to even acknowledge that the Word even exists. And once again, Malachi 2 and 2 says, if you will not hear, he said, he that have an ear, let him hear. But he said, if you will not hear and if you will not lay it to the heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I'll have cursed them already because you did not lay it to your heart. You know, listen, people always say this this line and it drives me nuts. God knows my heart. Yes, he do. He knows how wicked and evil it already is. Amen. He knows how you plotting and planning against folks. Just because you smile in my face don't mean that God don't know the true plans of your heart. So guess what? If you can't give glory to God openly on your lips, we can imagine the darkness that's going on in your heart. Amen. And that's why you're cursed with a curse. Amen. You're cursed with these curses because you cannot bless the Lord because of what your heart is carrying. Listen. He said, he said, the abundance, he said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Come on. So this is the abundance of what's going on. So if you can't speak it from your mouth, it's not already in your heart. Amen. Okay, I'm a little preachy tonight, y'all. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I hear y'all over there. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Today, um, I think it started this weekend. You know, God has really been, um, I always tell people I'm under construction. And, and that's the only term that I can use because it's true. I'm under construction. God is pulling out old pipes, putting in brand new ones. You know, Amen. he's up the wooden floor, putting down mahogany wood floors. You know, he's nailing down some nails that was left up. So I'm under construction. And when you're under construction, you're not all the way where God wants you to be. You're not a brand new building, but guess what? You're not the old one either. You know, to say I'm working on the building, a true foundation. Yes. I have felt betrayed. I have went through emotions this weekend. I have felt uh, betrayed. I have felt not good enough. I have felt 
being alone. I have felt lied on. I have felt a lie too. I have felt um, just every emotion uh, when it comes to an attack that you can feel outside of actually having a lick being attacked. And hmm. today I just, you know, I came to the conclusion and I said, you know what, I said it's 30, but I, I, you know, and I said it, I said, okay, but you know what, I said, God, I can't do it no more. I, I just can't. And what I mean but I can't, I said, God, I can't do it no more because I have to go on and be what you want me to be totally. Amen. Amen. Totally exhausted. I said, no longer am I going to fight for relationships. No longer. All right. I said, because it's, it, I said, I'm exhausted. It's wearing me out. I said, I'm going to love those that will allow me to love them. And mm-hmm. outside of that, I'm I'm over it. I'm through. Because, you know, it comes a time in your life where it seems like you're the only one that, you know, it's like you're the only one that's, that's pressing, that's pressing, that's pressing, you know, for, for situations when everybody else can turn their back. Uh, you know, these are the same. Why try to have a relationship with anybody who's done you wrong? You know, and I've always right. said that I would be the one who, every time somebody, put like this, somebody will slap me and I'll go, oh, you was just getting a bug off my face. You know, okay. and uh, they'll, they'll hit me in my back, you know, stab me in my back, and I'm like, oh, did you see who put that knife right there? You know, and I know you was the one standing behind me because your hand is still wrapped around the knife and I can look over my shoulder. But, you know, I'm tired of being the one to overlook how you treat me. I can't do that any longer. You know, mm-hmm. God is not winking at ignorance, and I'm not either anymore. So, you know, and it's funny because everybody feels like because you belong to the Lord and, you know, you profess this, that, and the other, but you're supposed to be the one that keeps taking and taking and taking and taking and taking and taking. I mean, it's like they can do whatever, and you're supposed to take it, and as soon as you assert yourself and say no more, then you're not saved. You know, my salvation is not under question here. This Amen. This is not ever a question. So my, what is in question is how long am I going to be your doormat? How long am I going to allow you to keep doing me and God ain't told me to let you do me? Since one there you thing, go instructions from God because he's working something out, then it's a whole nother other thing to be doing what, you know, you want to do to try to save faith. So I had to examine my heart, and I was like, okay, my heart's in a good condition with the Lord. I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm not doing this in a malicious era. I'm not trying to get back in nobody. I'm just tired of being your punching bag. So from this day on, no. And I mean That's no. It. If you don't want to claim me, if I'm not your mother, your sister, your your daughter, your cousin, whoever, that's fine. Because sometimes we need to realize our enemy has our DNA, and that's something we don't want to look at. We think that the enemy's coming from other people, and don't get me wrong, he comes from others too, but sometimes your enemy is right there to get your same blood. DNA, and, you know, God is wanting us to wake up, because Jesus even said, who is my mother? Ooh, come on, you better say that. So, you know, those are the household of faith of my family. And so, you know, like I said, you know, if you, I'm just going to love the ones that will let me love them. I'm trying to love those who don't even want my love, and that's crazy, you know. And so I'm I'm good. So maybe I'll have my strength back now. Maybe, you know, and I, I'm saying maybe. I know the Lord is going to re-strengthen me. And things are still lining up for me because some of the same ones that just revealed to me that they're against me, and I mean it just – 
it just got revealed over the last three days, and it blew my mind that, you know, I have been telling things to thinking that they had my best interest at heart and that I, they were in my bosom and I was in theirs, you know, for love, and they're the ones that just doing me. So, you know, yeah. when God opens up your eyes, you're stupid to close the back. Once those scales have been dropped from your eyes and he clears up your vision, because it's like a drunkard. He looks through these rose-colored glasses while he's drunk, and the ugliest person can look beautiful to them. Amen. Glory to God. And that's where we are, especially when it comes to our family. They could be ugly towards us, but it's still the beauty of it because they're family. But when God opens up your eyes and he takes off those rose-colored glasses and you see the truth, he said what? And the truth shall what? Make you free. free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, um, I thank God for y'all on tonight, and um, that was one of that was one of my situations. And um, sometimes, as with family, when you're dealing with family, sometimes you're going to be hurt. Because the Bible says, "He that live godly must suffer persecution." You're going to receive criticism and, and different things that we should go through. You know, and yeah, that was yeah. thing that, that the Lord had dealt with me with. Um, and I kept on saying, I said, you know, I, I just wanted to hold on to different things and stuff like that. And um, and the Lord, he really dealt with me. He said, okay. He said, now, he said, how are you going to, he said, if you distance yourself, this is what the Lord was dealing with me. He said, if you distance yourself, how are you going to really display my love? Because it's easy to, you know, it's easy to display the love when everybody is doing what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Right, y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening. Play that love when everybody's doing what you want, but what when they're not doing what you want? Can we still display that same love? Because look at what they did to Jesus, and he said, "How many times am I going to forgive my brother? Seventy times seven in a day. When they have offended me, and in a in one day we have to forgive." And then he also tells us, he said, are we going to be like the, like the, the Pharisees? They, only, they only, only go to those who have the same thing in common. I'm just paraphrasing. You know, Amen. Saying, are, are, we going to, are we just going to go to the ones who, who treat us right? Or we got to show that love to everybody. Now, we ain't saying that we're not showing the love. But for Christ to really be, to be demonstrated, and I'm preaching to myself right now, because, you know, we all got that one person or somebody that just say, I just can't deal with them no more. They just, I just can't. But what we're really saying is God, we're not trusting you the way we're saying which of you. Because if he said some people, they're connected to us, whether it's family or not, and their deliverance is predicated on us and how we treat them. But you know what? I understand exactly what you're saying. But there is a time and a season where you have to come away from them and separate yourself from them so you can pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Because sometimes if you're in their presence and they're constantly hurting you, we got to remember we're still flesh. Amen. And flesh is bound to act up because there's only so much hurt a person is going to be able to take before you snap. And that's the truth. This is where godly wisdom come in at. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
if the, the Bible teaches us you need to come out from amongst them. And I, I, I didn't, we ain't even talking about this, the druggers, the drunkards, the right, boxes, right, whatever. Right. Sometimes you got to come out from under those people that are really oppressing you. God mm-hmm. did not come into this world. Amen. Glory be to God for you to be oppressed by people. Amen. He wants you to love on him. That's the truth. Amen. Because right. he, he clearly stated that we should love our neighbors. Amen. Right. Glory be to God. But there is a point where we have to separate from them just so we can pray, not just for ourselves, but to pray for them that they get a change of heart and that God can intervene and intercede. Amen. There's got to be that point because I'm telling you, I separated from my family, and it must have been the best thing I could have ever did because when I came back, those people missed me, and I was shocked. But I had to come out from amongst them because as long as I was around them, oh, here come Tina. Here come Tina. Y'all know she's coming here preaching, teaching, and now they're all begging me, what's the word? What's the word today? And I'm like, what what happened to y'all? You know, they invite me to parties and stuff. Is Tina coming? Is Tina going to come to the party? And I'm like, are you for real? These are my family people. Now, mind you, I got up and I left. I left them in the state of mind that they were in. And when I came back, I was well-received. And I, like I said, and I was gone for just those three years, one for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Spirit. Amen? When I came back, God opened their eyes. He had to open their eyes. I couldn't do it as long as I was still in their face, still doing my thing. But as soon as I looked, they said absence make the heart grow fonder. I believe that because that's what happened to my family. I'm getting calls from my cousins I, who I never barely speak to, but they're calling me out the blue now just to tell me they love me. I never heard that from them before. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to separate yourself because, number one, you need to heal. Ain't no way you're going to keep going back and letting people splash you and putting new bruises and cuts in you. Yeah. Uh, amen. Glory be to God. And your old one still ain't healed. How are you going to live? You're going to end up dying, and they're going to be the one surviving. You're going to be dead because you was chasing after their love. Now, I'm not saying not to love them. You still can right. love them, but you can love them from afar. When you see them... Still be be upright, amen? Right. Don't walk past them. Give them a mm-hmm. hug. Tell them you love them and keep right. it moving, amen? There's amen. a way of still being godly, amen, glory be to God, and keep your yeah, keep your peace and keep your separation. Let, let God break their yoke to come to you, amen? amen. There's a way of doing everything, amen? Sometimes we're so busy trying to do God's work. And it's not, we don't have to do his job for him. He, he told us, he said, I am the one who avenges thee. He said, this battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. You give that to him. Let him battle with them, not you. Amen. We Amen. just have, our job is to pray and intercede. We intercede on their behalf that, that the scales be dropped from their eyes, that their spirit would be broken, that they may receive the Lord, especially if, they're, if our family members are not saved. And for the ones that are claiming that they're saved and they're still not acting right according to the word of the Bible, amen, Lord, break the yoke that they understand the word because they may just be following one part of the word and not the other. 
So we have to pray for those things. Amen. Glory be to God. So we have to open ourselves up to make sure that we're doing the right thing so that we're not constantly being hurt and and downtrodden. Glory be to God. Because what did Jesus say? He said, I didn't come here. Amen. Uh, to come here to torture you or or not to fulfill the law. But he said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Abundant life don't mean cut me, slash me, beat me, spit on me. They did that to Jesus. And we as prophets are going to get the same treatment, unfortunately, Because we are his children. We're his brothers and sisters. Amen. Glory be to God. They're going to treat us just like they treated Jesus. So the same hurt he went through, we're going to get it too. But we're going to do it more upright and more upstanding. Amen. I mean, we can't outdo Jesus, but glory be to God, we can get there. Amen. But we have to learn that with this flesh, this mortal flesh, we have to learn to protect, protect and guard our heart, amen, not to keep everybody out, but just to learn how to deal with folks. Some people you have to deal with with a long-handled spoon, and some you have to bring closer to you. There are some enemies you will keep close to you. There are some you're just going to have to say, I can't deal with you right now. Let me go into my secret closet and let me talk to my father about you. There's just some wisdom that has to be put out here. Like you said, you had to deal with your family member your way. Amen. Dr. Slaughter had to deal with her family her way. I I know the history between her and her family, and she has to deal with them that way because she needs to heal. She needs to heal. Her healing comes deep, and it comes not from one year, two years. We're talking deep, deep, deep. Amen. So once you get into that healing realm, you look, he said, he said, once you come out from amongst them, now this is in the word, he says, once you get healed, he said, you go back and get them. There's going to be a point in time where she'll be able to go back, but she got to get healed first. So listen, he tells us not to forget them. Yeah, you can come out from among the Bible. This is in the word. Amen. Glory be to God. But he'll tell us, he said, once you get where you get, you go back and get them. You go back. Amen. Yes. Right. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. But, but I know, I, I, yes, I'm exactly um, everything you're saying, and that's a good point you made when you were talking about the healing. And sometimes yes. it, it, I, I actually preached on, preached on that, talking about um, God wants to make us whole. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he wants to heal us. To, so we can be whole because we That's can't it. really be effective in God if we're not whole. And, but it starts with the healing first. Healing. That's it. In order for us to be whole, we got to be healed first. And a lot of times, a lot of times, this situation, because the Lord dealt with me. I, I mean, it was a situation, it was, it was a really bad situation. And I kept saying, and, and I really had thought I had let it go. And I mean, you know, just um, going forward in God and everything. And, and then I was like, um, this one particular Sunday, my pastor was preaching about forgiveness, and I tell you, just something just came over me so that I just fell into my husband's arms and just boo-hooed because I really realized I hadn't forgiven like I thought I had forgiven, you know, and the Lord was really dealing with me with that because he's saying regardless of the offense, we mm-hmm. have to forgive, 
You know, mm-hmm. and Isaac said the same because that's what he told Abram. He told him to get thee out of thy country, away from thy kinfolks, because they, so, because they were so sinful. You know, and he felt like if he had to stay around them, either he was going to give in to that foolishness or, like you said, something bad was going to happen. And so mm-hmm. I do agree with that, that sometimes you do have to separate yourself if it's for nothing else but to get strength. But That's after it. you get that strength, then just like you said, we go back and we pull them up out of the fire because they need to see, you know, um, and that's really a testing of our faith too because mm-hmm. people need to see that, okay, um, we're going to be tested. You know, that's how we that's how we determine, you know, um, um, different things because everybody, let me, let me tell you, those are the ones who tell us the most, those that are closest to us. And see, that's the thing. It ain't so much, it ain't even so much the people that we don't know. But it's the one that's closest to us that we know because they know everything about us just about, you know, you know the family knows that's just it. everything. And sometimes they can sling mud in your face. They can do, you know, say you was this way and that way. And, you know, that, that that's what they do. So it can be hurtful sometimes. Sometimes it's deep-rooted things, whether it be uh, uh, um, molestation, incest, whatever it is, you know, right. sometimes deep-rooted issues that has not really been resolved for whatever reason, you know. And then sometimes I heard this preacher, uh, Bishop Herman Murray, said sometimes we're looking for an apology from somebody that we're never going to get. We just have to Wait, release that's them. right. And and we have to just realize that, hey, I want an apology, but I'm just not going to get it, and just move on and don't allow that to interfere, you know. Um, but but um, they always say when you, when you don't um, – Allow yourself or free yourself up from that. The person, the person or persons, always have. They still have that control over you. They do. They they have the upper hand because your focus is on them and they ain't even thinking about you. They're moving on with their life. They're doing what they want to do, and you are still running behind them going, you need to apologize. You hurt me. You did this, and they're looking at you like, I didn't do anything wrong. What's wrong with you? You know know what I'm glad about? Uh, Speaking of me, and I can only speak speak about me. uh, About me, I'm glad that my heart is right. That you know, I don't hold no. I should. I would have the right to hold a grudge. I really have the right. But what would it profit me? I don't. I I don't want to do. I want to be what God wants me to be, and I will be totally. And I, you know, I don't want an apology. I don't want anything. I, you know, I used to. I'm like, they owe me. You can ask prophet. I mean, uh, uh, apostle. They owe me this. They, they should be. You yeah. know, but I'm, I'm so over that. It's not even important. Only thing that's important to me is that my heart is right. Because even though if I didn't forgive them, I could still go to hell, and I'm not going to hell right. for nobody. Because I feel like. Right. I've been living in it, so my right. heart is good. I'm good. Just because, uh, you know, just because I don't want to have anything to do with them don't mean I don't love them. I don't mean that I have hatred or whatever in my heart. Right. Sometimes right. the best thing to do, because what we have to remember, and this is the law, this is the law of physics when, when, if you're a former. If you're a former, which we're supposed to be because, you know, we're people of God. So, you know, you, you have to learn how to catch fish. Not every fish is going to take the same bait. You have have white fish, you have uh, sway, you have all these fish. Not not all of the fish that I've named go to the same bait. It takes different bait for different fish, just like when you farm. You know, you drop a seed, so some seed, 
some water, some cultivate. It may mm-hmm. just be meant for me to drop the seed and somebody oh. else will come along and do the other two steps. Mm-hmm. However, as long as God gets the glory, I'm good. Right. Amen. Right. Come on. Yeah. Back to what we're talking about. Giving up all the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Prophetess Cynthia. You had something else you wanted to say? No, I was saying amen. 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 Listen, y'all are all on point. That This is all true. Amen. Glory amen. to God. This is all on point. So it's a good thing that we're talking about this because how God going to get the glory if we don't know what we need to do to go right. back and get those that need our help. Exactly. Amen. You know, if you, if you look through the Bible, all the prophets had their time away from everyone. Right. They had to right. go away. Even Jesus. Jesus right. went away for 40 days, away mm-hmm. from everything, just so he can get prepared for his ministry. Amen. Amen. So if you got to hide, listen, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Listen, David was in a cave. He hid. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He was hiding from hiding from Samuel, but still he hid, he was hidden away. Why? Right. Because God was preparing him for the ministry that he was already been promised as a child. Amen. Glory be to God. We're dealing with promises that God has spoken to us as children. And mm-hmm. now that we have become adults, it's time to take our rightful place. But we can't take it if we don't have the true, what I want to say, not the true calling because the calling is there. Amen. Glory mm-hmm. be to God. But we have to walk in this word correctly. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we can have this balance. So when we start dealing with the people of God, amen, we're hearing from him correctly. Our heart is right. Amen. We're amen. walking upright in him. Amen. Glory be to God. So when we go to minister to them, they won't just see us. They'll see the God mm-hmm. in us. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm being preachy tonight. Y'all let me preach. Y'all need to stop. Go ahead. (laughs) Amen. Our Father, we ask you to help us to hear and follow the Holy Spirit leading to faithfully exalt your name together. Amen. Glory be to God. Okay, where am I? Scripture, scripture, scripture. Matthew... No, Psalms 34 and 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us <laughs> exalt his name together. Yeah. God. Oh, no. No, that did not happen. I just lost my scriptures. Oh. <laughs> I just lost my scriptures. <laughs> I closed them out by accident. <laughs> Uh, could somebody Uh-oh. find me Matthew 6 and 9, Isaiah 59 and 19? I have 6 and 9. Okay. Isaiah 60 and 18? I can't believe I did that.
Isaiah 59 and 19. Isaiah. I think she said 60 and 18. Oh, 60 and 18. 60 and 18, yep. Okay. I know Isaiah 41 and 10 by heart. Me too. Uh, okay. Uh, Jeremiah 10, 6 through 7. I got that. Okay. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Mm-hmm. With my people. <laughs> Amen. You all know that one by heart. Mm-hmm. If my people would just humble themselves. Psalms thirty three and twelve. <clears throat> That's it. That's the last one. All right, praise and thanksgiving. Our Father, thank you that Yeshua taught us to give glory to your name and making us our highest calling. Is Deacon Jones on the line too? You there, babe? I'm here. I thought so. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, my brother? I'm doing well. Just sitting back listening. I got on late, so I'm just listening. I don't know where y'all at. Oh, okay. Amen. Glory be to God. We're um, talking about Israel right now. Ascribe uh, to Yahweh the Lord and glory do his name. Worship Yahweh in the splendor of holiness. Psalms 29 and 2. So we're getting ready to pray for Israel. Israel leadership. Our Father, we ask you to bless Israel leaders with wisdom and understanding to exalt your name and word, recognizing that you are the source that sustained them. Let them exalt your name above all, above all others. And once again, we need to recognize that as well, too. He is truly our source. He is Jehovah Jehirah. He's our true provider. Amen. Glory be to God. So we got to remember to lift up his name, especially when he makes those provisions, especially when he makes ways out of no way. Amen. Glory be to God. We got to continue to exalt that name. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, confession, repentance, and intercession. Repent for Israel's and believing to failing to pray for daily for Israel and Jerusalem. We do that every night while doing Teshuvah. Amen. Praise God. Our Father, we repent that often the Jewish people have failed to see that it is your name and your word that sustains them. Isaiah 59 and 19. Who has that? Fifty nine and nineteen. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to flip back and forth. It says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. I say fifty nine and nineteen. Fifty nine and nineteen. Yeah. Now listen, do you hear what the word says? He said he will lift up a standard against them. 
He's lifting up the standard against your enemies. He's lifting up the standard against circumstances that help that happens in your life. So because of that, that's why we got to continue to lift up the name of the Lord and give him glory because he is the one that's keeping your real enemies at bay. Yeah, the few ones that come through, they really don't do the damage of the ones that's truly after you. Wow. And glory be to God. There's, they, could, they could go a lot further. Like I said, some people can, you know, they, they do a lot more damage than what we've gone through. Amen. I tell people all the time, I said, I, I survived all these rapists and I survived all of these molesters. And when I tell people that I've gone through 13 rapists and um, molesters and they look at me and they go, what? And they, they're surprised that I'm not on drugs. They're surprised uh, that yeah. I'm now here uh, prostituting myself or doing something crazy. But I tell them, even as a child, God kept me. He kept my mind steady. I, I didn't lose it. Amen. I went through a lot as a child coming up. I mean, uh, it started in New York. It finished here in Boston. So, I mean, God has kept me through each and every person that violated my body. Amen. Come on. You know I know. Come on. <laughs> Amen. So this is why when he, he – I tell, I tell people, because I even saw – I saw like two or three psychiatrists at a time because they wanted me to see them. And they, they couldn't believe that I was – the state of mind that I was in, and they kept saying – how are you doing this? And I said, God. My Lord. And I wasn't even in church, but I knew that there was a God. And I kept saying, God did it. God did it. God is keeping me. God, God, God. And they, they were shocked because they said, everybody else who they see that, that don't even have, went through half of what I went through, mm. they, they're deep in the drugs, deep in alcohol, they're hurting, they're abusing themselves, and yet I still stand. So glory be to God. This is why we got to continue to give God praise. Amen. Come on. I may act a little loopy sometimes, but I I, I think I earned those times to be a little loopy. (laughs) Amen. Amen. You know what, what, Apostle, also uh, the flip side well, let me just say one, one also one aspect of that, because, you know, me and your story is, is so much alike, it's ridiculous. But um, one of the situations regarding that as well, when I say you have to allow God to create a new you, the you you should have been, not to, you know, um, uh, continue to do make you under construction until you become what you're supposed to be is because uh, even with all that stuff happening to me, part of me, I became like a dichotomy. Um, I began to operate. I didn't lose my mind, thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm another one that he didn't allow all that to take my mind. But what Amen. I learned to do is there were different components of me uh, that survived different ways, meaning that the point I'm talking about now was I became great at sex, I became great at kinky sex. I became, you know, that dominant person in on the app looking at me, you would have never thought I was that way. But if you were lucky enough to to be one of my ones that I slept with, then you saw a whole nother me. And what that did well, I found it because I'm married and I realized that that had leaked 
because of what I had been through, it was keeping me from from having a great relationship with my husband, and and because I was so used to the kinkiness, mm-hmm. the the, the okay. you know all this and stuff like that. So right, when right. my husband came, and and don't get me wrong, because he's a great lover. Let me just say that, Hallelujah. Anywho, <laughs> when my husband came, you know, part of that mindset because of being tampered with at the age of eight on up, it kind of crept in, and I started feeling like I wasn't fulfilled because I wasn't doing those extraordinary, crazy stuff that I normally Mm -hmm. do. And so it has a lot to do with uh, changing of the heart and mind. When you really begin to um, come unto God, and I thank God for Teshuvah because it actually uh, has matured me spiritually. And and let Mm. me I I see a difference in me from when we started, and it's funny, but, you know, God allowed me to see, even in the aspect of the bedroom, how mature he's made me and how he delivered me from needing that extra just this week. Can I just be real? Can I be real? Amen. Oh, that God had delivered that, not my shade. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to hold on. Lord have mercy. Go ahead. Go ahead. So that God had delivered that part of me until just today. Mm. My Lord. That that part of me, I am, I would, if if the Lord let me see thirsty, I will be 46 years old. I have been dealing with this issue since I was nine years old. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Man, can you, thank you Lord. I mean, and just functioning and knowing when I got to, when I got into holy holiness, because I was into church, I grew up in church, and it was always in me, but I couldn't help people tampering with me. But mm-hmm, however, right. I became great right. at it. I became great at it, and it became a way of life for me, and it was part of my life that I couldn't share. But, when I, like I said, if you was blessed enough, and that's how I said, to, to be one of the ones I was with, you was in heaven. You were in heaven, <laughs> you know. But I'm just saying I didn't want that. I kept, I knew, I'm like, God, I don't want to be like this. I don't. And when it started affecting and mom know I tell I tell her everything. I know she's like, Lord have mercy. But like I tell her, I said, it's something wrong. I'm, it's something wrong with me. I'm not feeling, you know, this, that, and the other. And she said it. She said, so you're domineering. And I was like, well, yeah, that's it. But I didn't I didn't go to the extent. I think she knew, but I didn't go to the extent. But God did this. And I, I, anywho, okay. <laughs> My Lord, listen. When God starts to purge us, and once again, I I, I have to say this, um, coming in and repenting every night is like getting a purging. You purge everything. I always talk about this cup, and I think everybody's tired of me talking about it, but it's the truth. It, your spirit is, is just like a cup. Whatever you put into it, amen, glory be to God. If negativity was put in there, promiscuity and everything else that shouldn't be in there, and that's what's been building your character, what's on the inside reflects on the outside. And that's why when we draw people, we draw people that has those characters or those negativities. But when God starts to clean us up, he gets rid of those things. And as we begin to purge, we start to replace the negativity. Amen. 
Amen. The, the, the low self-esteem. Amen. Because a lot of that comes with all this, this this abuse that we receive. If you was a prophet, everybody has the story that they were raped or molested by someone. Amen. And I mean, I, that's if you meet a true prophet. Because you My meet Lord. a prophet that said they ain't been through something. You're looking at them like, uh, you ain't a prophet. <laughs> you know, the prophet Todd Howe said, he said that, uh, he said all prophets, and it's funny because I, when I heard him say this, I screamed because you had said it, but he said all prophets have a sexual issue in some mm-hmm. form because mm-hmm. the anointing that we carry attracts that. Yeah, it's the only thing that the enemy tries to attack us with that it would be hard for us to let go. Yeah, yeah. That's that that tripped me out, and you know, I know we got to get back to the lesson, but I, I just want to say this too. Another thing that 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 taught me uh, everything that I went through as far as that uh, growing up, it also made me manipulative. Mm hmm. I learned how to make people that, especially when I knew you liked me, liked me. I learned how to make you do what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, in every in anything I wanted, males, females, it didn't matter. If if whatever I wanted, I need you to do. If you was gonna sit in my face, you was gonna pay me. Yeah, that's a hooker. Go on the call me. I knew I used to be one, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, because we all been somewhere. But yeah, if you was gonna stay, if you was gonna breathe in my face, you paid me. Because other than that, I don't want you breathing in my face. Because I felt like with me being molested and raped, I had to have some form of control over my body. And if mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen, I need money. So it learned, it taught me to look and see, <clears throat> the, the you know, what women wasn't doing. <clears throat> I had aunties to tell me situations. My granddaddy, and I love and miss this man, but my granddaddy would sit and talk to me and tell me how men operate, who gave me an upper hand on a man. So I never dated men my age. They had to be like 14, 20, 30 years older than me. If you was my age, I couldn't even talk to you. You couldn't even get a bad half from me. You had to be older than me because that's where my mind was. And when men met me, they were shocked. They were shocked that I concurred on a full-fledged conversation, and I knew more than them. That's because I surrounded myself with those who were in the game who knew about it. That's why I said, you never know, am I? Mm, thank you, God. You never know what a person's been through, why they why they praise God the way they do, or why they where they at. Because to know, for me to even tell what I've been through, people would look at me like I'm crazy. And some have, like, wow. You know, mm. hey, I ain't even scratched the surface in the books I wrote. I haven't because people couldn't take it. They wouldn't be able to take it. They would look at me like I was trash or whatever, which I don't care because I'm delivered. You know, I don't care. But it's the fact that I I want to tell my story so others can be saved. Amen. Amen. They're not, they're not getting it from church. Can I just be real? They're mm. not getting it from church. You know, it's, it, and that's where it should come from. That's to, right. To be honest, a woman called me today. She said a minister in her church, they were having Bible study, and he said, I love my gin. Talk about the liquor. She mm-hmm. said, and everybody looked at him, and she was like, he was wrong for that. He shouldn't have said that. It's a place and time for everything. I said, excuse me. She said, oh, yeah, go ahead. I said, no, you're wrong. What? Yeah. I said, yeah, you're wrong. Because if he's in the church house, can, yeah. can you, I said, can you answer this? Is the church not the hospital? 
Amen. Oh, I said, so if a, if a minister, I said, even if it was a lay member, I said, he just so happened to be a minister, and he confessed that he loves Jen. You know mm-hmm. what I should have did? said, thank you, brother, for being honest. We're going to keep that before the Lord. We're going to ask the Lord to take that taste from you and go mm-hmm. on. I said, that's why so many people now tell you they ain't coming to church, because there's nobody there that can identify with them. My Lord. Amen. Amen. That's what the Lord is whooping the church for because Mm -hmm. we have become spiritual performers. We know how to perform when we hit the church. Mama said, we know how to to jerk and yake and jump and shout. We know how to do all that, but we can't come down to where people live. We can't can't be honest. And they said we overcome by the the blood of the land and the words of our testimony. So Mm -hmm. how is somebody going to be delivered if you're afraid to tell what you've been through? All right. All right. You better say that. Uh-huh. You better I mean, say how that. Can give God, how can we give God glory if we can't yet be honest with people we see once a week? Right, right. And you know what? That is so true because um, me and my husband had this discussion a while back. In fact, um, I was up giving my testimony, and, and, and the very thing that you're talking about, that's what um, one of the elders said, oh, you're not supposed to tell it all. You're not supposed to, it's just something you're supposed to tell and something you shouldn't tell. You know, and I said, and I said to my husband, I said, I said, that makes no sense at all. I said, it's the Bible saying you overcome by the words of your testimony, by the blood of the Lamb. He's Amen. telling you that you have to testify. Because just like you said, nobody would know what you went through unless you opened your mouth and told them. Right. That's right. And that's why I said the people are sitting there, especially if God put a burning in your spirit to talk about it and say that thing. It don't matter who's sitting there. If he's telling you to, to say it, it's because somebody there needs to hear it. So, if he, if, so, you know, and when people say that, I said, that is ridiculous. And that's why I told him, I said, that is re- absolutely ridiculous. I said, that's ridiculous. Oh, well, you can't, you know, people are be looking at you funny. Listen, most of the time people already know your business anyway, so what are you talking about? And if God you know, knows, guess what? That's one person too many. That's right. I mean, and that's the one we need to be concerned about. He knows Exactly. Exactly. And you know that woman of God, and, and y'all, I'm going to say this, and I'm through because I know mom wants to finish his study. I'm sorry, but this is just good. This is just good. But today, God was telling me he wants me to do a program. And I was telling this minister, I was like, you know, I've been trying to call this building, and I can't call it. Every time when I call it, it's not the right number, and nobody knows the number and all this and stuff. I said, he already told me whoever whoever's a part of it has to wear something red. You don't have to be in all red. Just wear something red. Even if you have on black, have a red flower because you're still connected. I said, mm. God is saying red represents the blood and love. I mm. said, and I want females. I said, we got to start with the women because we're the heartbeat. Okay, I said, and women are more easier to train than men are. I said, because if I get them now, those that are married are those that want to be married, and and I get them now and tell them some of the things that they're going to endure before, they have a greater chance of staying married uh, or allowing the man to find them. Because check this out. It says he who finds a wife. Mm-hmm. Finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. But yeah. check out, he who finds a wife, not he who finds a woman, meaning not every woman is a wife. Mm-hmm. All right, Amen. you better say that. 
Okay, so, you know, are you wife material or are you just sister material? And just because a man like how you look don't mean it's for you to sleep with him. It means for you to guide him to Christ because mm-hmm. if a man like you, he's going to come to church. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He That's follows right. what you like because they're attracted by the vision, okay? Right. Now, your conversation may win them over, but they are visual creatures, you mm-hmm. know. But here's the, and that's what God was giving me. So, you know, and don't you know, this, and I know y'all going to scream when I say this, the same minister said, well, I tell you what, if you can't get that hotel ballroom, you know where we're going to have that uh, gospel comedy thing? I said, yeah. She said, you can get that for free. Now, what? the gospel comedy oh, thing, yeah. check it out. It's in the part of a club. On one side is the active club where they drink and all that. The other side is just where they rent out to eat or if you're having a function or whatever. Right, right. And it's funny because I was like, hmm. Now, how many of y'all know God used the foolish things to confound the wise? That's right. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. And why come I was just, as I'm talking to y'all, I heard the Lord said, didn't ask them, can you use it for a church? Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. My Lord. <laughs> you imagine people in the name of this called Joe's Palm Room. Everybody know that's the club. Can you imagine me telling people, meet me there on Saturday mornings for a word from the Lord? <laughs> if they go like come to, yes, just to be dozy. That's yeah, all right. Like I, told, like I told that minister, I said, well, I tell you like this, whatever it is, it won't be the same once the Lord allowed me to get there. Because right. after we leave, it's going to be shooken up. I don't think they'll hold anything against uh, anything that's not Christian related again. Mm, mm, I know mm. that's right. I know that's oh, right. hey, God. Look at okay, that. Okay, I'm through. Look I'm sorry, God. Go Look at God. You know what? That's what I see. Look, I asked for a testimony at the beginning of this, and you didn't say nothing. Okay. Yes, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, praise be to God. You know, this is what this is all about. This is to bring change. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. The more you get this, the more higher you become. Amen. Mind you, um, I missed last year, but I had it in 2013, uh, 14, and I didn't do last year, and I'm doing it this year. I'm going to keep doing this because this 40 days of repentance is so important. It, it really helps um, bring your mind back into alignment, and it reminds you who's truly the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Yeah, we got to remember that because we're going through trials and tribulations, and we're going to go through them. You know, the Bible teaches us men that's born of a woman have trouble in many a days. Amen. Glory be to God. And yeah. even though we're going through them, we got to remember that the Lord is there for us, and he's still guiding us. He's still helping us. Amen. And all we just got to remember is just like Peter did when he sank in that water, stretch our hand down and say, Lord, help us. He got us. He got us. Amen. Glory yeah. be to God. Amen. Let's let's try to wrap this up. This has been some good. You this should be on the Saturday morning call. Amen, Doctor Slaughter. Amen. Amen. Uh, corporate meditation and prayer. No more violence. No more will violence be heard in your land. Devastation nor destruction within your borders. But you will call your walls salvation and your gates praise. 
Amen. Glory be to God. That's 60 and 18. Who has that? Isaiah 16, 18, I'm sorry. It says, violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders, but thou shalt call thy walls salvation and thy gates praise. Oh, amen. So he just put the scripture back in here. Amen. Glory be to God. So we heard it twice. So know that no, no more violence will be heard in your land. You know, I we that. I received that too because there's been nothing but peace these last couple of weeks. Amen. And I, I wanted to continue because God has really been, he's been working on some of the riotous stuff that's been going on in my life. There's been a lot of stuff. And I don't even want to dwell in it because God has really brought peace to me and I sleep better now. So I'm thanking God for that. Amen. Yes, yes. But you, um, praise and thanksgiving. Thank and praise our Father for the Jewish people who Yahweh have protected and sustained against all odds to cause them triumph over their enemies. And we're so once again talking about World War II, where they finally uh, end, put an end to the Holocaust. Amen. Glory be to God. And, and got them from under the reign of Hitler, even though nobody knew what happened to him. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh, they they finally was able to live free and and out of fear, and they didn't have to hide anymore. It, it was a it was a real trying time for them. Amen. Isaiah forty one and ten state. He says, um, "Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, because I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you, and I will uphold you." with the right hand of my righteousness. So we thank God for him protecting us. Amen. And it's his righteousness that's going to keep covering us. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. We're going to pray for our nation. Leadership. Pray our national leaders will awaken to the eternal one, awesome's name and presence. Um, who has Jeremiah ten six and seven? Me. Okay, glory be to God. No one is like you, Lord. You are great, and mm. your name is mighty in power. Wow. Who should not fear you, King of the nations? This is your due. Among all the wise leaders of the nations and in all their kingdoms, there is no one like you. My Lord. Oh, that just sounds so great. I'm going to leave that right there. Amen. Who wants to pray for our leaders? I will. Amen. Father God, thank you, Lord, for your wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. Lord, I pray for our leaders right now. Lord, I pray for the White House. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for uh, the government. I pray for the Senate, the congressmen. I pray for, Lord, the highest court in the nation, Lord. It's not your court, but the one up under you. God, touch their minds and their hearts, Lord. They just made an unjust rule about uh, uh, um, uh, braids, Lord. Uh, uh, 
that they that anybody can get fired if they if the business people want them to because of their hair. Lord, I, I cast down prejudice and racism, Lord, off of the Senate floor, off of the Supreme Court, away from the White House. Any injustice, anybody's heart, Lord, that is not turned towards you, we cast it down to the to the pit, God. And we ask you, Lord, to capture their heart, arrest their hearts, arrest their minds, Lord. Give them a heart transplant. Give them a mind transplant, Lord. Show them love, Lord, in the name of Jesus. They have less love in their heart, Lord. That's why they're able to pass these ungodly uh, rules and regulations and laws, and they're godless. And, Lord, we ask you to forgive them. We ask you to throw it in the sea of forgiveness. But, Lord, when you do that, give them a change of heart and mind. Let them yes, have an experience. Lord. Lord, show yourself to them. Yes, Give God. them a Jesus experience. Give yes, them a Jesus Lord. fighting, Lord. Only when they have an experience with you, with their hearts and minds change, God. In the Thank name you, of God. Jesus, Lord, protect your people from these ungodly laws. Lord, yes. in the name of Jesus, allow our prayers to be yes, heard. God. Lord, take control over their mouth. Take control over their hearts. Take control over their eyes, Lord, in their gates. Their gates, Lord, in the name of Jesus, their ear gates. Don't let anybody into their ears that is not of you. Lord, give them Christian leadership. Give them a a spiritual guidance from you in the name of Jesus. Apply their heart, the heart of flesh and not a heart of stone. And, Lord, for every ungodly decision that has been made, every ungodly thought that is trying to succeed, Every ungodly plan that they have mapped out, Lord, allow allow the enemy to fall on its own sword in the name of Jesus. Allow allow it to come to naught. Allow it to explode, be exposed as well, Lord. Explode and expose, Lord. Don't allow it to come to fruition. In Jesus' name we decree and declare that it is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That's all right. That's all right. Brother Kurt, you still here? Father Kurt? Yeah, I'm here. I'm uh, transient right now. Okay. All right. Praise God. Just want to make sure you're here with us. Amen. Confession, repentance, and intercession. Confess and repent that we, the citizens of this nation, have failed to exalt the name of our creator above all else. Second Chronicles 7 and 14, who has that? If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Come on now. Come on now. We got to know that if we turn from our ways and turn everything over to God, that he will listen to our prayers. See, prayers will fall in the deaf ear if you're not right. Amen. Glory be to God. It's the prayers of the righteous that ends up in the throne room. Amen. And sometimes, glory be to God, I'm thankful because a sinner's prayer is heard, but it's heard because it's carried by the righteous. But, you know, we sing that crazy song, somebody pray for me, had me on their mind. We have to remember that it's these folks that's praying for us that's helping us get a breakthrough. 
that's why we in turn have to turn around and intercede for others. You know, one thing about prophets, I, I like the fact that, you know, a lot of us are multi-talented, and a majority of the prophets are not just straight prophets. The majority of us are interceders as well, too. And it's that intercession part that we really have to work correctly because we want to get somebody delivered. And sometimes we take on their form and their spirit, and we have to give it back to God. Amen. Glory be to God, because we don't really want to carry their burdens. Amen. And, and I tell you, when we do, oh, to watch that person, I never forget the year we was out here and we was preaching on all these different corners. We did it for a year and a half straight. And I never forget the morning um, you met Sister Amelia, uh, 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 Dr. Sauter, and her and I was together. And this man was sitting on the curb, and he was beyond drunk. I mean, he couldn't keep his eyes open, couldn't stand up. And she bent over to him, and she started preaching and praying over him. And she grabbed him by the arm, and I helped her pull up the other one. And by the time we got across the street to where the holy ground was, where we had been praying, that man stood up straight, and the liquor had dropped from his system. He was no longer drunk. We watched him get sober right in front of our eyes, and she began to praise God like never before. My Lord. Amen. Amen. We can get a person. I watched that same year. We watched a man throw up his cancer. I watched a man get up out of his wheelchair and walk. He could not walk. He got up out of his wheelchair and he walked. And we were we were just amazed how God was just healing people. And I'm going to tell you all something. The one good thing about this soul winning campaign team that I was a part of, we were all not Baptist. We were all not apostolic. We were all not AME. We were, we were a different religion come together for one purpose, and that was to help a soul get saved. We're two Amen. Or, Amen. Huh? We're two or three. Yes. Yes. But it was it was one from each religion. There was a person from the Salvation Army. There was a person from the apostolic. Amen. Glory be to God. There was a person from the Baptist church. There was a person from the Pentecostal church, from the AME. We came from all walks of life for one purpose. And because of that, those people that came onto that ground that heard us preach and teach and lay hands on them, we fed them, we clothed them. Amen. Glory be to God. Those people got delivered. And then the next week when they came back, they were still delivered. Usually they leave and, you know, when you pray for a person, they'd be like, okay, God changed me. But a month later, they were still the same. The next month, they were still even better. They had gotten jobs. They had gotten home. Some of them went back home to their wives. We saw this, mm-hmm. amen, because this was the true evidence of the Lord. The, uh, Dr. Slaughter said it earlier, one seed, one water, God gets the increase. Yeah. Amen. amen. Glory be to God. So we got to remember that as long as we stay in this repentant state, 
God is going to continue to help us because now we're not exalting ourselves. We're exalting him. Amen. Amen. And one is with this teshuva, uh, I don't know about nobody else, but with me, it's made me uh, realize that my faith is not where it used to be. I used to have a moving faith. And I mean the type of unmoving faith where I knew if I spoke it from the Lord, I knew that it's not a shadow of a doubt in my mind that it wouldn't happen. Or, you know, um, the faith that God, when he tells you to do something, that you, you do it without any without seeing anything first. And sometimes that comes from being around those who don't have faith. And it sucks your faith out of you. And before you know it, you done transferred back over into, you know, I once believed, you know, now I'm unbelieving. And so uh, with this, it lets me know that I still have my faith. I just didn't have it on the level where I used to. And see, and I know a lot of people say, well, he said it's a mustard seed. Okay, yeah, that mustard seed is right, but what's, to what measure is your seed? That's the thing. Amen. A mustard Amen. seed is small, but what to what measure is your seed? Because if your seed was once mountain moving, you know, meaning that you can believe you, that you would believe the Lord for a house and it appeared, or you believe the Lord for that cancellation and He gave it to you, you can't go back down to believing the Lord. You know, oh well, I know He's gonna um, give me a coke. And, you know, somebody bring you a Coke. I'm just using it as an example. Whatever level that your seed was on, you can't go under. you got to go above that. So, you know, I just think, like I said, it's been a me thing. It's been God has been showing me me. So whenever he shows me me and and tells me, you know, this is the area I need you to come up in, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm grateful for that. Amen. Amen. You know, I was praying the other night about God putting us back on the potter's wheel. Sometimes we have to get back up there, and you know when the potter has to break, amen, that molding that he made because it was marred, amen. But he puts it back on the wheel, and he reshapes it again, and that's how I feel about what God is doing with us. He's putting us back on that wheel so he can water us and shape us and mold us into the image that he desired us to be. Amen. We can't create ourselves. We got to let the creator create. Amen. Glory be to God. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Where am I? Praise and thanksgiving. Give thanks that we have liberty in our nation to gather, to worship, and exalt all our Father's name and the word uh, word above all else. Every time I get here, I hear the song, Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks for he has given Jesus Christ. His son, and now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. I just love to give God thanks. He needs to get this thanks. And I'm so glad that this message was about giving him thanks tonight. Amen. Um, Psalms 33 and 12, who has that? I do. Okay, amen. 
for okay, give me one moment. I was yeah, getting wrapped up. I'm trying to pull myself out. Um, it says, um, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And people, I'm sorry, the people he chose for his inheritance. Mm. Come on now. We all qualify for the inheritance. We all qualify for it. There is nobody here that God will cut out of his will. Amen. Glory be to God. He has already said that we are part of the royal priesthood, and we need to claim our inheritance of him. Amen. Glory be to God. Closing. Worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Our Father, we thank you for choosing us to be a people in the earth, to give praise and exalt your holy name. Who would love to close us out in prayer tonight? You missed Matthew 6. Oh, what happened to Matthew 6? Oh, I sure did. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, how be thy name. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Praise be to God. Our Father, thank you that Yeshua taught us to give us glory to your name and making it our highest calling. Amen. That is our highest calling. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, before we close, does anybody have any comments about tonight's lesson? I know we talked a, a lot tonight. Go ahead. Go ahead, Deacon it Jeff. Was- I don't know where I, I think he took a bathroom break. <laughs> okay. Saying, uh, I'm, I'm here. I was just, I got my boys out here with me, so that's why I was on mute. Um, okay. I, I, I didn't hear, but I, I, I like I said, they're listening, but they're running around, so I'm not even, I don't even know where y'all at. Okay, then. Well, was that you getting ready to speak? Um, was that you, Prophet Cynthia, getting ready to speak? I was just going to say I thank God for the uh, awesome teaching on tonight. I thank God for truly uh, it was a blessing to me, you know, and I thank God for the sisterhood. Most of all, I thank God um, that we can encourage one another. I thank God we can learn from one another, that we don't know it all, that we can learn. And and I thank God for that we have a spirit willing to learn, you know, and um, I just thank God for that. I thank God for y'all on tonight, and um, my soul was truly blessed on tonight. Well, praise God. I'm glad you you guys enjoyed it. Prophet Kurt, any words from you, Prophet Kurt? Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for him. Okay. I know he came in late, so this is new to him. Well, go ahead, um, Prophetess. For me? Yes, this uh, this is Dr. Um. 
I want to share this. I shared it on my line, but uh, God told me to share it because I wasn't going to say nothing, so I'm going to be obedient. Um, I have been having to ride, uh, drive my car with um, something going on with the, the wheel of my car. And uh, when I was driving my car, the TC light, which is tracking, and the ABS uh, light was on. And so um, I was driving it because we couldn't afford for me to get it fixed. We just, we couldn't. Um, and so it so happened that uh, we were blessed uh, to get my get that particular situation done. So we got the brakes done, and they didn't think we needed the support. Uh, come to find out, <clears throat> my husband had to take it back because uh, around that right wheel, it just kept burning up. I mean, it would smoke. It would do all of this and stuff. So when he took it 30, I was in the middle of uh, of my uh, pre- my preaching uh, that I do on Saturday mornings. And so he called me when uh, somebody was testifying, and he told me, he said, baby, guess what? And I said, what? He said, uh, the man kept on telling him, man, look at this. And he's like, what? He said, look at this. He's like, man, what? He said, because I don't know about cars. He kept telling me to look at it. And I'm like, look at what? Come to find out. I'm trying to hold myself. Jesus, Lord. Mm. <laughs> Now, mind you, two weeks ago, okay, I had calibers and brakes put on my car. Come to find out that the right was still messed up because I had no brake line. My Lord. And had collapsed. No brake line. So I have been driving, okay, no telling how long, without a brake line. But the Lord, he on my shit. The Lord has Thank kept, you, Lord. Hallelujah. He kept allowing my car to stop. And you know, sometimes it was so hard to even press the, you know, the pedal to drive because that brake was locked around that wheel. And I was just telling him, I kept on saying, God, why are you letting this brake lock around this wheel? I can't drive. You know how I can't drive the way I want to. It's shaking and new. All of the long, me being... Me being ignorant because I didn't know that means unlearned. I didn't know God had angels to hold that brake around that wheel so that I can stop. Matter of fact, I could take my foot off the accelerator with the car still going and it would stop. It would not go. I actually had to press the accelerator for my car to go. And all this time is because I had no brake line. Now, I'm not a mechanic, but can somebody tell me I'm a shay? How to brake stop with no brake line? Because the brake line brings the brake fluid to the. mm, Jesus. Jesus, he's a people, people, even when you don't know you're being killed. My God. And I was telling, I said, you know, I said, me and my husband, every day, we say this all day. We be telling each other, the blood of Jesus cover you, cover your car, cover your drive, cover the kid. I mean, we just, it's, it's it's a part of who we are. And God is a keeper. He is a keeper. And I'm just like, I'm just. I don't know how to react because I, re- you know, just just telling him thank you and and all that don't seem like it's enough. But when you are a when you are a demon slayer, when when the Lord uses you to kill demons and when He uses you to speak stuff into people's life and when you stay on the wheel even when you're not perfect, because I tell everybody I ain't been perfect but I've been faithful. I'm not shy and, oh. and I tell God, Lord, I know I ain't what I should be, but don't. Don't take the right. 
me. Don't take your anointing away from me. Don't take your hands off of me. Others can give up on me all they want, but God, don't you give up on me because I know I will be what you want me to be. So I just, I'm just thinking and praising God, and I want to encourage somebody. We've been, we have been in a battle financially. Y'all just don't understand what I'm saying. And I, I mean, can I tell y'all, I'm living in this house. We don't really want to be here. Let me tell you, we we don't want to be here. But right now we have to, and we are in this house. We As of October, we are four months behind in rent. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. And it's not like we blow our money and all this and stuff. We don't know how we got like this. But I tell you, God that I serve, I ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about it because just like God keeps showing up, he's going to keep showing up for us. And before you know it, my testimony will be God blessed us to be in a better house than we in now. So Come I'm, on. I'm, I'm just excited. And when I tell y'all my faith is growing and I tell y'all it's above where it used to be, I can't trust nobody but God. Yeah, I love my husband and he has my back. But when I tell you the arms of flesh will fail you, yes, it will. So I stand on what God has promised. Amen. So thank you, Lord, and thank y'all for listening. But I'm telling y'all, woo, I'm, let me shut up. Let me shut up. <laughs> Hallelujah. When my mind is full of trouble and my heart is burning me down and my problems get too heavy and I can't seem to figure it out, Lord, I'm glad I got a Savior. I ain't ashamed to call on his name. Sometimes you got to get down on your knees. A little bit of prayer would make it okay. Lord, you better help me. Help me, Lord. Oh, help me, Lord. Help me. Help me, Lord. All right, y'all. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Help me, Lord. Listen, God is going to help you this week. Amen. Glory be to God. He's going to give you the help that you need. He's going to give you a lending hand. He's going to give you a hand up in the name of Jesus. Do you hear me? He Listen, y'all just stay faithful. Amen. Stay on your knees. Amen. Glory be to God. Keep lifting up his name. Amen. Glory be to God. And I tell you, he will not put you to shame. Amen. Y'all be blessed. God, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Prophet Kurt. Oh, amen. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How often is this call? It's every night. Oh, I think you got a new participant. (laughs) Praise God. We're only going to be, we only got a few weeks left. We, this will close, um, Teshuva will close October 12th. That'll be our last night. Um, but we also join Dr. Slaughter's line every Saturday morning. Amen. And it starts at 9 o'clock Eastern yes, time? Okay, yes. Amen. Amen. So we're on her line, and she be preaching, mm-hmm. let me tell you. She be tearing it up. <laughs> Amen. So praise be to God. I I hope everybody had enjoyed themselves tonight. Come back again if you can. Try to invite somebody to join the line. Amen. Glory be to God. Oh, wait a minute. Hallelujah. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.